0: There are many times while I'm out in the field that I really feel the need to talk to you. Not so much about us, but what I have on my mind. Being a good platoon leader is a lonely job. It got so dark I had to stop last night. Writing like that doesn't really do that much good because you aren't here to answer me or discuss something. I guess it helps a little though because you are the only one I would say these things to. Maybe sometimes I'll even try to tell you how scared I have been or I am now. Sometimes I really wonder how I'll make it. My luck is running way too good right now. I just hope it lasts. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about what I've said. These are just things I think about sometimes. I am so healthy I can't get a day out of the field and know I'm too, and you know that I'm too damn mean to die. Sorry I haven't written more, but the weather is against me. You can't write here when it rains, hour after hour. I love you with all my heart. All my love, always, Dean. Four days later, this young soldier, he was killed in Vietnam when he stepped on a landmine. And he was one of 58,000 Americans who died in Vietnam. Dear Mom, I'm writing this letter before I leave. I couldn't say what I wanted to over the phone. First, I want to say I love you so much. You are always there for me, even though I would never talk about my problems. Second, you gave me the option to be a man, giving me slack in the rope to try to make me make to try to make the right decisions. No matter what you always believed in me, no matter how much of a punk I was. We are leaving for Bagram to flush out 600 Taliban soldiers from the mountains. This is the biggest battle of the war on terrorism. We've already sustained 30 casualties and 1 KIA. I don't want you to worry about me. I know you will because I'm your son. Mom, I'm not afraid to die for something that is right. I just hope that I made you proud. And if I don't come home for any reason, I just want you to know I'll always be with you. I want you to know you raised the cream of the crop. Well, Mama, I have to go now. All that I have said here are words from my heart, and I mean every last one of them. Tell Aunt Joyce I said hi, and I love her. I hope to see you soon, but if that doesn't work out, I just needed you to know how I felt. I love you, and I miss you. Take care, of all, and you're always in my thoughts. Your loving son, Josh. Josh. Sergeant, excuse me, Sergeant Josh Harpico, he served with the 10th Mountain Division. He actually survived the War on Terror, unfortunately died in a training accident stateside here at Fort Drum, New York, when his helicopter crashed. My family and my wife's family all cried uncontrollably as they sat in the front row of the church, dressed in all black, with tears streaming down her face, my wife stands up and walks towards the flag-draped casket that held my remains. Lifelessly, I laid in the casket, dressed in my green classic uniform. My CIB, Combat Infantryman's Badge, awards and ribbons covered the left side of my uniform, and my blue infantry cord was wrapped around my right shoulder. The 10th Mountain Division patch rested upon the left and right shoulders of my uniform. My 20-year-old wife was inconsolable as she laid across my casket and the tears from her fell and the tears from her face fell on the american flag that draped over my casket as her family ran up to the casket and tried to pull her away someone walks up to the casket and closes the lid and traps me inside in the darkness and i'm unable to escape i start to scream please let me out i'm not dead please I was immediately awakened from my slumber, covered in sweat and yelling as Dee Dee shook me. Wake up, Morell. You're having a nightmare. You are home. Calm down, Dee Dee reassured me. It takes me a few moments to realize that I was home and sleeping in my own bed in my own room. That last one there is an excerpt from my book, I Am Pits. That was one of the first dreams I had upon returning home from Iraq on R and R. I remember that dream so vividly. I remember having that dream. I'd only been home a day or two. But having that dream reminded me it was it was kind of a dark omen to me. That dream to me was a sign of what was to come for one. Private first class Dexter Pitts upon returning to Iraq. I took that dream as a warning from God that enjoy the time you have here because your time is soon going to be up and you are not going to make it back home from Iraq alive. Enjoy the time you have with your family, Dexter. That's what that dream meant to me. And just like so many other things in this life, we never know what's going to happen. And just like the letters of the two young men that I read, they didn't know what the day would hold for them on those, the fateful day, the day that they took their last breath on earth, the day that they died for not themselves, but for this country of ours, our wonderful country. We take life for granted sometimes. Even I do sometimes, despite the things I've done and seen. You know, it's it's real early on, this Memorial Day 2021. It's about six in the morning and I couldn't sleep. I had to get up and get some things off my heart, my mind, get some things off my chest. I love Memorial Day. It's very sombering, but it's an honor to get to honor and remember those who came before us, who died so that we might be free. Memorial Day is also, it's also a very hard day for me and many of my brothers. Memorial Day is a day where I sometimes ask God, why? Why me? Typically, when good things happen to people, they don't ask God, why me? The fact that I was able to survive the night of January 2nd, 2005, the fact that I was able to walk, no, not walk away in that moment, but eventually be able to walk away from the war, a survivor, The fact that I'm able to have a life, a family, do things that all of my fallen brothers can't do anymore. I ask God, why me, a lot. I ask God, why is it that people that I know personally, that I went to high school with, why they are not here, but why did you choose me, God? Why did you keep me alive? Why did you decide that Dexter Pitts was important enough in your eyes to continue to live a life? I think about my brother's, my brother's friend, Marine Lance Corporal Deshaun Otay. He was killed in Iraq, June 21st, 2004. I was in Kuwait at the time, getting ready to cross the berm and head into the battle. But Deshaun took his last breath that day over in Iraq. He and his buddies were killed in Ramadi on the rooftop by insurgents. Why him, not me? I think about another guy that I went to school with. It was a young kid. His name was uh, Sammy Phillips. We all just called him Sammy. He was 19 years old. Emmy died on September 10th, 2007 in Iraq in a vehicle rollover. I was already out of the army at the time, but I remember hearing the news. And I was still so fresh out of the army and I thought to myself, why him and not me? Years go by after I've been out and I remember hearing the news of another guy that I went to high school with. His name is Lieutenant Eric Yates. I remember Eric from high school. He died in Afghanistan on September 18, 2010. They were on patrol, and his unit was hit with the IED. He and another guy from his unit were killed. And I remember hearing the news about Eric, and the first thing I thought was, why him and not me? I think of all the people I know that have died wearing this uniform, people that I knew personally, people that I've known for many, many years, people whose faces I still see when I close my eyes, people I still see in my dreams, people whose family members I see that have had to learn to go on and carry on without their loved one here. Because of the sacrifice that their loved one made so that we could all live in this country and live the lives that we live. And it pains my soul sometimes. And I do myself a disservice, and I'm sure many other veterans do. You know, survivor's guilt is a real thing. And I do feel guilty sometimes. The fact that I'm still here. You know, I do myself a disservice many times. I get into this mood where I just think about all the people that have made the ultimate sacrifice wearing the uniform. And one of the things I still do from time to time is I go to the military's time page, the Honor the Fallen page. And it has the name and picture of every single person who has died in the war on terror in Iraq and Afghanistan. and. The missions that I've carried on since then, you know, that have, the names have changed, but you no know, U.S. military serving members, members are still dying. And I just go through the list of names, and it's just name after name after name, face after face after face, black, white, male, female, Asian, everybody, man, so many names. And I think about those people, and I think of the bible sometimes and i one of my favorite verses is jeremiah 29:11 god says for i know the plans i have for you plans to purpose you or plans to prosper you and plans not to harm you i think of that verse all the time when i think of my life but i constantly ask god why did you prosper me but why did you allow these good men i know to die why did you choose to keep me alive, God? What made Dexter Pitt so special that you let me survive an IED blast that was directly under my seat that was made up of, uh, made up of two one five five artillery shells that should have killed me instantly? But yet, you gave me grace and protected me, and you have carried me on from that incident For 16 years. And he continues to bless me. You know the hardest thing for that about me is. I think about that day. In the world. And nobody in Iraq died that day. But there was a soldier in Afghanistan. Who died. His name was Army Sergeant First Class. Pedro Munoz. He died January 2nd 2005. The day I believe that I should have died. But yet I'm still here but what also pains me still is that there was a young black soldier from Fort Drum in my brigade his name was Specialist Jeff LeBurn he died on January 1st 2005 in an IED attack he died the day before me you know I start scrolling down that page looking at all those names and faces and i always get to january second two thousand five i've always been able to picture my face the date i died the name of my battalion on that page private first class dexter Pitts, age twenty of fort knox kentucky assigned to alpha company 214 infantry died january second two thousand five pfc dexter Pitts was killed when his vehicle was hit by an IED. I always think of that. I can still see the newspaper articles in my mind. Radcliffe Soldier dies in Iraq. North Hardin High School graduate dies in Iraq. But some odd reason, I am still here. And that hurts a lot, and that pains me. Memorial Day is such a honorable and somber, somber, somber holiday. You know, a lot of people really don't understand the significance of this holiday and the blood that has been shed by America's sons and daughters since our inception so that we could continue to live free. For a lot of people, it's a, it's just a three-day weekend. For a lot of people, it's just a reason to go out and barbecue and head to the lake and have a good time. And believe it or not, I want you to do those things. I want you to do the things that my brothers that have fallen can't do. I want you to go be with your families. I want you to go have a good time. Eat hamburgers, eat hot dogs and grill. I want you to play out on the lake. I want you to be on your boats. I want you to enjoy being an American in that moment, I want you to embrace it because that is what my brothers would be doing if they were still alive. They would be with their families if they could, they would be enjoying and living their lives, they would be enjoying the fruits that America has given. A lot of that has been lost over the years. You know, the war has the war is coming to an end. We have been at war for for twenty years. Come this October, twenty years America has been at war. We have lost over, I believe, seven thousand men and women. During the war on terror, countless have been wounded. Many families' lives have been altered and changed, but. This country continues to still go forward and move on. And I agree we should, but we should never, never stop forgetting and being thankful for those who continue to put on the uniform. But more importantly, those who have died wearing that uniform. You know, I look at my family, my wife and my son and my daughter, and I am beyond thankful that I am still here. The fact that I get to go forward and carry the names of my brothers on my shoulders and carry their memories with me. You know, this past weekend was just awesome. The fact that I got to be with two of my brothers from Iraq, my battle buddies Josh and Randy. haven't seen those guys in 15 years and I wanted to cry every moment I was with them. I just remember all of us being together in Iraq and all the things we went through together. The fact that all of us made it. It's a blessing. But we also think of those who didn't come home that first tour. I think of those who didn't come home the second tour. And I just constantly go down on this page, just scrolling, looking at all these names. And I still ask God, why me? I will never understand why God decides to save me. And I am still trying to figure out my purpose in this life. You know, I honestly, truly believe that being a police officer is part of God's purpose for my life. But sometimes I question that and question if I'm doing the right thing, if I'm making the right decision. Am I in the right career field? Should I be leaving? Should I be going? What should I be doing? You know, who should I be helping? You know, and... Sometimes I think I just need to stop and pause and remember that God has given me an extended amount of years from the night I got hurt. God has given me so much more than other people. And to me, sometimes it feels unfair. You know, but they always hear church people say, you know, favor ain't fair. It's not. But what I would give to see the people that I know and love that died wearing this uniform alive chasing their dreams, going to college what I would give to see my brothers living their best lives what I would give I would give all of it up so that they may be here you know, I, I was talking to another one of our buddies, Eric Galloway. Shout out to my dude. Love you, Eric. You know, we were, he and I were talking the other day. He was t- We were talking about Sergeant, Sergeant Packer who died May 17th, 2007 in Iraq. He was looking for the guy, the infantry soldiers from 431 that had been kidnapped. Eric was telling me how that day him and Steven switched spots. He was supposed to be the guy on patrol that day, but he wasn't. Sergeant Packer was in his spot. And that day, Sergeant Packer met his fate on the battlefield in the Triangle of Death in Iraq. And Eric, he carries that weight with him every day for the rest of his life. That's a lot of weight to carry a lot of weight. See, survivor's guilt is real, especially when you know the outcome could have been the exact opposite, but for some odd reason, God has chosen to spare you, but he takes those you love sometimes, and we will never understand. We will never understand God's purpose, God's plans, or why these things happen and how who knows the enemy always gets to vote in combat and they voted many times and have taken the lives of a lot of our brothers and sisters but the best way we can honor our brothers and sisters is that we continue to live our lives, we continue to fight we continue to go on we continue to barbecue and celebrate those who, we've, who have died before us on Memorial Day we have to We have to fight for this country so that we do not start slipping into socialism and communism, because that is what has made America worth fighting for, that we are the land of the free, the home of the brave. We are a nation of free people. And we cannot allow communism and socialism to be ushered into this country, because if that happens... The sacrifices of our brothers and sisters and all those who have shed blood for the red, white, and blue will have been in vain and for nothing. And for me, I refuse to let that happen on my watch. I miss my guys. I miss all of them. You know, it's, it's always nice to see their families on Facebook and see people that are still going on, living their lives. But man, you know, I, I said I'll never understand, just like Eric will never understand, and many others who have served will never understand why we are still here. But the others aren't. It's a, it's very heavy. Very, very heavy. And I, I couldn't even sleep last night. I took my pill, tried to go to bed. I got a little bit of rest, but I just did not sleep well. Just this past weekend, is drumming up all the stories from Iraq. Just the memories, the good memories, the bad memories. But not only that, it also has me thinking about the future. What does the What does the future hold for Dexter Pitts? What does the future hold for my buddies? What does the future hold for any of us? Who knows? And that's why I try to remember Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, plans not to harm you. And I believe that. And I was talking to another good friend the other day, Scott Sturgeon. Shout out to my boy, Scott. You know, he was telling me, Dex, you're going to do some wonderful things in this life. You know, God's got a plan and a purpose for you. Something great beyond what you're doing. And I feel like for since I've came back from Iraq, I have been searching for that purpose and that plan. And I believe I found it in being a police officer, you know, but even then that sometimes doesn't feel enough. And all I can do is hope that I am living up to the expectations that have been set before me, that God has set for me, but also I I hope and pray every day that my brothers are looking down on me and that I am making them proud and that they are happy that I am living my life and continuing to go forward because some days I just want to lay down I just don't want to get up I'm tired you know I'm having you know, I've been having nightmares or you know the anxiety from PTSD and sometimes I just want to stay in bed and not go forward but I think of them and they motivate me so many times more than often to just, You gotta get up and keep going because they would. The men that I knew that have died for this country were men amongst men. These were the best that America has to offer. They were great fathers, great sons, great daughters, great soldiers. And me, I will always say that I was nowhere near them on any level. I I admired these guys. And I wanted to be like these guys. I wanted to have their endurance and you know their skill sets. And they were just great people. They were truly the best of America. And I can only hope and pray that they are proud of me, that I am doing their service and sacrifice justice by continuing to live my life and raise my family and making something of myself and helping other people along the way in this life. It's been a very somber morning you all, very somber morning. I hope that you all enjoy this Memorial Day, but most importantly I hope that you all remember what this day is about. Think about the blood that was shed for this country. Think about the blood that washed up on the beaches of Normandy in World War II when young men Got off those boats and ran straight towards a machine gun nest. And took their last breath on that beach. Think about the men walking, the young men that walking through the jungles of Vietnam. Think about the young soldiers in Korea freezing to death. Think about those who made the mad dash across the desert in March of 2003 the Iraqi desert to liberate Iraq. Just think about all these guys. I mean, that's just, that's just the most recent and latest in our country's history. There have been so many more, so many more that have paid the ultimate sacrifice so that we may enjoy this three-day weekend but remember, this is more than just a three-day weekend. This is a remembrance of the greatness of America. And that we have to remember that the greatest resource we have in this country is the blood of young men and women who are willing to sacrifice it so that we can continue to live free and be America. We have to be that beam of light in the world that everyone looks to and sees and says, that's what I want to be. I want to be free. I want to be an American. Like I said, you know, the direction we're heading now is kind of scary. And uh, if we continue to go down this road, all will, have been, will be obsolete. And we cannot, cannot allow that to happen. And one way we continue to fight for this country is to keep their, those memories alive of those people. We cannot let their memories fade. We can't. I promise I won't, and I hope that you all will join me in the same. So join me in a moment of silence as we pay tribute and, thank- and be thankful for all those who have died for us. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the I Am Pitts podcast. This is your host, Dexter Pitts. Thank you all for tuning in. Please go to my Podbean page, leave a comment, like some of my podcasts, and please share it. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate your time because I know time is precious as well. Sometimes it takes sacrifice to turn on a podcast when you've got many other things you could do, many other things you could be listening to, but you all still choose to listen to me. And I am deeply appreciative of that and of your time and your sacrifice to do so. This is the On Pits Podcast, everybody. Thank you all so much. and See you on the next one.